Hey everybody, and welcome again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today we are in 1 John chapter 2. And we saw in chapter 1, John reminding us of how to deal with our sin. And then in chapter 2, I love how he begins chapter 2 because we, we have this picture of the reality that when we do sin, we have an advocate. His name is Jesus, and he is the propitiation for our sin. He has appeased God's righteous and good wrath, his anger against us in our sin. And, and so that's chapter 2 begins there, but actually the text that I want to look at is a text that helps me draw my attention away from, well, all the shiny things of this world. You know, I think about this world we live in and there's, there's so many things that draw our attention, so many things that honestly I want, that I'd love to have, that I'd love to do. And it's very easy for me to set my affection and my heart on the world. But when I look at a text like this, my affections begin to change and I'm, I'm reminded of what is most important. I'm reminded of the things of this world that sometimes draw my attention and that maybe make me want the things of this world. They're passing and they're not very important in the grand scheme of things. Now, part of why I want to look at this text is because we're, we're leaning into the Christmas season right now. And sometimes during the Christmas season, we become uh, very fixated on the gifts, the things that we can receive and even the things that we can give. And Christmas can become this rat race of busyness and this materialistic focused time of the year. But instead of letting it be that, text like this in 1 John chapter 2, they, they, once again, there's that word reset. They, they reset our mind. They reset our focus. And so with that said, let's look at the text. The text is 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 through 17. The scripture says, Do not love the world, or the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Here's contrast. If we're loving the world and the things of the world, then the love of the Father is not in us. He says, For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, those things that feel good, that, that my body would enjoy, the desires of the eyes, those things that look good, that look like something that I want to experience, something that I want to touch, and the pride of life, the things that make me look good, the things that others look at me and say, wow, he's pretty special. Look at that guy. Those things is not from the Father, but it's from the world. Look, and the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. See, see, our ancient way for our modern day is, it's first of all, is to remember that this world is passing away. The, the things that it lists out here, the desires of the flesh, you realize your heavenly home, you're, you will be much more satisfied there than anything that can satisfy you here on earth. The desires of the eyes, the, the, the things that look good, the things that we want to take in, the, the entertainment, the media that we want to enjoy in this world, that we want to, to fill our eyes and fill our mind and fill our life with, you realize that when we're in glory with the Lord in heaven, uh, the desires of the eyes are going to be so uh, mild, so, so feeble, so futile. And, and the pride of life, you know, this is what we think makes us look good the praise of men, the approval of others, the, the way that we love to please people so that they think much of us. 
all of this, it's not from the Father. It's from the world. And it's all passing away. And so we're reminded in this moment, do not set our heart, do not love the things of the world. Now you might, you might say, what, what is the extent of this? You know, filming this and, and Thanksgiving's right around the corner. And you might say, do, am I not supposed to love a Thanksgiving meal? No, love a Thanksgiving meal. Love the family that surrounds the table. Love the bounty the Lord has given and then let your heart give thanks. But do it recognizing this is all from the Lord's hand. And so he is the one who ultimately you love. He's the one you're grateful for. Well, really the, the line here is let's, let's enjoy the things that the Lord gives, but let's be careful not to indulge in them. And let's be careful not to love the things that the Lord has not given us. Let, let's be careful not to be coveting and full of envy. Let's be careful not to become full of pride. Let's be careful not to become full of lust and chasing after the things of lust and greed. These are the things of the world that, that will trap our heart. And when we love those things, we, we're not experiencing the love of the Father. So you see, our ancient way for the modern day, it's to refocus our attention and say, what does it look like to love what has come from the hand of God and to love the Lord rather than to love the things that have been twisted? And the things of this world, this system, this structure that is in opposition to God and his rule and his reign and his love and his kindness. What, what an appropriate, what an appropriate text as we enter into the holidays, preparing our hearts to give thanks and to enjoy all the goodness that the Lord gives, but not to, not to focus on the things that are, are not from him, not to become wrapped up in this world, the way this world works, and, and the things of this world that, that ultimately are not an expression of the Father's love. Now, this is our ancient way for our modern day.